Wow. Welcome, everybody. It is Sunday, the 22nd of October, 2023, and this is a Stoner Sunday service. I'm Pastor Pothead. I am a fully ordained Christian pastor through the International Council of Community Churches. This is an open service. Everybody is welcome. And of course, just like Domino's, services are should last no more than 30 minutes. Let us pray. Father, we come before you today with humble hearts. We praise you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for your many blessings in our lives. We ask for your guidance and wisdom as we go through this church service. Help us to open our hearts and minds to hear from you. Amen. Well, today we're going to talk about an idiot test, but to get into that, let's look at what the Bible has written about this idea. This is the word of the Lord. Our first reading comes from Psalm 37, 1 through 2. It reads, Don't bother your head with braggarts or wish you could succeed like the wicked. In no time they'll shrivel like glass, grass clippings and wilt like cut flowers in the sun. From Proverbs eleven seventeen, When you're kind to others, you help yourself. When you're cruel to others, you hurt yourself. From Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. And from 1 Corinthians 13.4-7, if I give everything I own to the poor, and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love's care more, love cares more for others than for oneself. Love doesn't want it, doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. This is the word of the Lord. So before we get into our sermon, I've got another great song to help us get into the mood and kind of disconnect for the half hour. This is In Christ Alone by Natalie Grant. Thank you. 
Let's pray. Father, we come before you today with humble hearts. We praise you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for your many blessings in our lives. We ask for your guidance and wisdom as we go through this service. Help us to open our hearts and our minds to you. Help me to speak your word with faithfulness, clarity, authority, passion, wisdom, and liberty. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. 
earlier this week, I got reminded of a, a graduation speech the governor of Illinois did um, back in June of this summer. And he opened up with a quote from the office, which goes, whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I would not do that thing. That quote was from Dwight Schrute. And it made me think, what does that really mean? And, and how does that fit? Because I think that too, you know, my mother used to ask me, if the idiot jumps off the bridge, and of course the idiot had a name, and a lot of times it was whatever friend of mine did something that got me in trouble, would you jump off a bridge too? And obviously, the answer to that is yes, because I was already in trouble. I already did what my friend did that got us in trouble, so obviously I would have jumped off that bridge. But really, that was different, because in that instance, we weren't as much idiots as just being stupid. See, an idiot is someone different in this idea. An idiot is that person who has decided their only way in life to move forward is to be cruel. See, we as a people have, have grown from, you know, have evolved from where we were before. And in that evolution, we have slowly worked forward from a point where we survived through fear, you know, fight or flight, to a point where we survive through an ability to push our, our instincts back and, and, and move forward through empathy and compassion. But the idiot, the cruel person, never gets beyond that point. They decide that their path through this world can only be done in ways in which they step on others. Their path through the world is marked with acts of cruelty. And that proves they've passed that test, that, that evolution that God gave us. Our, our ability to push our animal, our instinctual brain back and evolve to, to empathy and compassion. They've never forged those mental pathways in their brain to overcome fear which means they no longer, they don't utilize empathy, compassion, and logic most of the time to really drive their thinking and problem solving. They, they lack imagination and creativity that, that kind people really have in spades. And, and when I talk of kind people, I, I want to look around this room. We are filled with kind people. Whether you want to believe it in your heart or not, we are all in this room basically kind people. We move through life in a way where we let empathy, compassion, logic, education drive our states of being so that we have moved past that animal instinct of I either have to fight you or run from you to let's see how we can work together. So when I think of my idiot test, I think of what, what God has said. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God does us. He utilizes that same idea of empathy and compassion to forge a step forward as opposed to using fear and judgment 
to step backwards. We live in a world right now where everyone is either on the fear scale or the empathy scale. And we, we, take, we take our paths to the world daily and we're constantly inundated with people who are still on that fight or flight um, path of life. Everything that occurs around them, they either fear it or they judge it. They either fight or they flight. When, when things don't go their way, instead of looking at what could have caused that problem and what they could have done to not end up there or, or, or such, they instead blame everyone around them that, that either won or that didn't help them win. Think of a, of a young child when they first are learning how to play the game, play games. When they win, they're excited and they dance around the room. They hug everyone, give you high fives. But when they lose, they throw their controllers across the floor. They throw temper tantrums. They, they, and that doesn't end at three. It just changes. You know, at three years old, it's cute when I used to walk through the grocery store as a parent with my own kids. And when my kids would throw a tantrum, I'd rate it from one to ten. And if they didn't cross a five, it wasn't even worth the time. I'd be like, dude, you're at a four. Just get in the cart and let's go. When you got up to a nine or a ten, then it's time for me to be like, okay, you just need to figure it out and shut up. But they weren't past that. They were still in fight or flight. And that tenter tantrum was their inability to decide fight or flight. And as they get older, people who don't get beyond that point, they still throw those temper tantrums. They just look a lot different. In Web3, it's our ability to post diatribes about all the wrongs that have occurred to us in the world without taking any responsibility for what's going around around us. Um, I was trying not to find a way to slip what happened between myself and the Canna Buddies and another organization today into the, into the sermon because there are a lot of people outside of Twitter that might not get it. But I'm in, a, I'm in a Web3 community that was involved in a competition. And although this sermon idea came out much earlier in this week, this happened last night. So of course it's the it's it was that chance for me to utilize what I was thinking about in the sermon to put it toward what's going on in real life. So we were involved in a very simple competition of eight Ethernet organizations against eight um, NFTs that are on the Solaris chain. And everyone was voted against each other. So we were matched up and basically it was a popularity contest. You won by whoever voted for you highest in the poll. And Cannabuddies, who I'm a member of, in fact, a lot of the groups I'm a member of were all involved in the polls, and Cannabuddies happened to make it all the way to, to, the, to the semifinals, where there were four of us. That, you know, we made it through the Sweet 16. We made it through, of course, eight, and we're down to four. And at the, at the top of the fourth, you had Cannabuddies... And, and, and DigiJoints, two communities I'm in, both win. Now, the DigiJoints won, and their opponents realized they lost. They didn't really, they weren't upset because we're not playing for anything beyond bragging rights. And the vote ended. Cannabuddies, who, from a, from a Web3 perspective, 
are not selling out their mint. They're not really pushing their mint out. They, they're really about building slowly. So they're not dragging everyone who walks by with a pulse and a wallet to join the group. So even though they don't have this huge membership, they have a very stable community, a beautiful ecosystem that works outside of them. And they live within this idea of empathy and compassion. Well, they won the vote. And the other group who isn't gone beyond that immediately let their fight or flight thought hit and apologize for that click blink, blink out. My, you know, my son forgets that I preach from seven to seven thirty. But as of um, Tuesday, he will be home. So we'll jump back to the sermon now. So in their fight or flight, instead of accepting the fact that they lost and, and moving forward, they decided everyone cheated. The problem in that is that no one cheated. And, and, and the way they said it was found proves that they couldn't even figure it out because they said they looked at the actual poll to see who voted and they could tell the, the bot accounts that voted. Well, I'm here to tell you in a, in a Twitter poll, you can't see who votes. So not only are they in fight or flight, now they're at a point where they're proving their inability to get beyond that because they're lying to prove their point. And these are parts of the idiot test that we need to think about. When you look at this group and the way they acted and the fact that they continued and pushed and pushed and pushed until the cannabody said, you know what, we're done and stepped away from the competition altogether. Um, they, you know, you have to look at that like an idiot test. And the idiot test really is this. When you look at the person and God gave us this test. And they lived their life through fear and judgment. That they are cruel in the way they treat other people. They only succeed on the backs of those that they squash. Then those aren't always proof of an advanced society or of true God-fearing men or God-fearing people. Those of us who... Yeah, you can fight and you can win and you can do all that and you can be lifted up by the people that you you overcome. And that's community. Or you can walk on the backs of people whose lives you've destroyed and that's war. And that's cruel. And that's how you have to look at it this way. You know, it, when we look at it from um, musicians on the on the web, we see the same thing. All these musicians are fighting for limited spots in the world. The musicians that I love to back and support are the ones that even though they might, they might fight with, with every being in them, they fight in a way that shows that empathy and compassion are leading their fight and not cruelty. And that's what I'm asking of you. As people, you know, as, as loving people, people that are living within communities, are, are, war, are for communities and growing communities, move forward. I ask you to think, when you're getting ready to do your next action, your next thing, ask what Dwight Schrute asks each time. Would an idiot do that? Because God asks you to ask the same question, too. Would an idiot do that? Let us pray. Loving God, fill my heart with the love that you freely give. Make love my first and last thoughts. May I love others and freely give to them. 
Make my spirit a spirit of joy, happiness, and love for both my friends and my enemies. Help me love as abundantly as you have always loved me. Amen. Now I'm going to play a short song because we don't, you know, there's only nine minutes left. And I've already noticed that that some people had to drop. And, and I get it. There are spaces that start at 7.20 and 7.30. And some people couldn't make it today because the the most amazing um, Cali ghetto, the the ghetto alien who I love as a musician had a space starting at seven and, and is performing live. Um, so we're going to do a quick song and then we'll get into prayers and, and end the service. So this is Good God by Cade Thompson. Lord, thank you for such a beautiful day, for an opportunity for all of us to come together. I ask that you watch over our family and friends, that you watch over MC Doge and Just, Just Meg, DJ Doge, Artie, Lore Lord, Wood Drummer, The Stoic, Respector, 
Anne, Chronic, oh uh, yeah, NFT Tourette's, Zach, Mochi, Cam, Ape Luffy, CJ, Doge Nepal, my wife, Angie, Kenna, Mom, Connie, and Afri Diva. I ask that you watch over my friend Jasmine, who's in the hospital right now with, with sepsis and staff and strep. Um, help her heal, help lead the doctors um, to, to find, you know, to help her get healthy quick. I ask that you watch over all our family and friends, watch over my son as he travels home from the Army. Um, we love you. Amen. So the end of the service, of course, I'm going to talk about tithing again. Um, tithing is tough for a lot of people. And we talk about tithing every week. And I'm going to say it again, that I'm not here to ask for your money, your, your time, your talent, or your treasure. I do ask for 30 minutes a week from 7 to 7.30 or when you get a chance to listen to the podcast. But otherwise, I, I ask again that... You take time within the communities you live, you work, and you play to, to tithe your time, your talent, or your treasure. So this doesn't mean that you just have to give money away. If, if, the, if money's tight or you're not able to do that, but you can mow a neighbor's lawn or help someone get their groceries or you know get to the grocery store, foster a pet, take time to work a food kitchen, all of that is your tithe to your community. And all of that is the idea and true act of sharing gifts that God has blessed you with. Blessed you with. So again, I don't need your gifts. Your communities need your gifts. Both your communities in real life and your communities in the world. Puff Puff Pandas right now are doing the ultimate act of tithing. They have a member who is currently um, in financial issue and they as a community came together and raised enough, you know, they're raising enough money to help keep the guy from losing his house and get, you know, supply food and such while he continues to look for work and get back on his feet. And that in itself is an act of tithing. And this is what I ask of you to look for and do within your communities. Let us pray. God, we thank you for meeting us here tonight and for delivering your word. May each soul in this place have been touched to the songs and the preaching. May each take to heart the word that came forth. We pray that those seeking an answer received it and that those who needed a special touch were granted that touch. Bless each of us and keep us safe until we're able to gather together again. Now I say to all of you, go into this world with confidence. Trust that Christ is walking with you. Go be a beacon of light in this dark, dark world. Amen. Thank you. We're going to close out with a final song as soon as I remember where I hit it um, because it was not in the playlist I had up. It is... Come on. It is lost for life. It really is. I apologize.
but I know where to find it. This is Father and Son by Cat Stevens. It's not time to make a change. Just relax, take it easy. You're still young. That's your fault. There's so much you have to know. Find a girl, settle down. If you want, you can marry. Look at me. I am old, but I'm happy. I was once like you are now, and I know that it's not easy to be calm. When you found something going on But take your time, think a lot I think of everything you've got Or you will still be here tomorrow And your dreams may not Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. I will see you next Sunday at 7 p.m.